This episode is brought to you by my free five-day Book More Birthdays Challenge. If you're a business owner that books children's parties or events, whether you're a physical location or a mobile business, I want to help you create a rock-solid plan to book out your birthday calendar for 2022 and beyond in just five days beginning February 7th. So head to the show notes or episode description to join us now. First, we're going to audit our current strategies, crunch all the numbers, figure out how we could be better attracting our most ideal clients, you know, the ones who not only gladly and readily pay your full prices, but also who you love working with, and then create a plan to execute the strategy to book out our calendars and empower and excite our teams to be integral parts of the process. Join me for five days of value-packed information inside a closed participant-only Facebook group beginning February 7th. Head to the show notes and join us now. If you own or manage an indoor play center or really any business that serves local kids and families, and you want to operate with more ease and joy while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips every weekday that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play-based business. As local brick and mortar business owners, we often find ourselves in the position of proposing ourselves or being pitched a partnership of some sort. Maybe you're trying to negotiate with a local pizza place for a discount on their pizzas if you agree to use only their food for your parties. Maybe you're in talks with a local yoga teacher and she's trying to decide if it's worth the additional exposure to teach classes at your space. Maybe a blogger has come to you and asked for something for free in exchange for creating content for your business. In all of these scenarios, plus many more, a media kit for your business can help both parties make a more informed and data-driven decision. And if you follow my YouTube channel, which I'll link in the description, or my Marketing Junkie podcast, you know that I love data-driven decision-making. But first, you might be wondering, what is a media kit and why do I need one? Well, I'm glad you asked. A media kit can either be a landing page on your website, typically one you would keep hidden from the public and only send to those who are interested, or a media kit could be a downloadable two or three page PDF that you can easily create in just a few minutes using a Canva template for free. A media kit should have the following information on it, like your business's mission statement and values so that businesses or individuals can easily identify if those values align with their own, the size of your social media following, your email list, and your website traffic, the demographics, so age, family dynamic, maybe income level of your customers. This information can be really helpful for brands and businesses because in an ideal partnership, both parties' ideal customers share a lot of similarities, like I just mentioned, not just location because you both operate in the same area. And then finally, the average numbers of parties you host, customers in your facility per day, your membership counts, things like that. Those are all really helpful. You can also include case studies of any past partnerships that you've had in the past so that someone can begin to imagine as they read your media kit what they can expect from working with you. Basically, you want to include any information that will show another influencer or business what they can expect to gain from a potential partnership or relationship. 
You want to, of course, be honest here, but also brag whenever possible. Your media kit is certainly not the place to be humble. And this is one of the reasons why I recommend hiding it from the public eye on your website. You can share your education or any awards that your business has gotten. Call out any publications you've been featured in or press that you have gotten. It's kind of like a resume for your business. But remember, we also want to be very selective about who we align our businesses and ourselves with. So the idea isn't to say yes to every single potential relationship or collect as many as we can. Ideally, both parties would have media kits so that each of the potential partners can analyze if the arrangement would be a good fit. And honestly, most times in my experience, it won't be. I have said no to these types of things way more than I have said yes. And this is one area that I've actually not made many mistakes in for once because I have always been armed with my media kit, which I update all the time. But I have seen plenty of businesses and friends enter into relationships that ended in disappointment because it turns out that it was unbalanced or again, not in alignment. But unfortunately, by that time, it was too late and it had already caused resentment, tarnished reputations, and bad blood. And let me tell you, depending on the size of your town, business owners can be like the mean girls that used to bully kids in high school. If you get the reputation that you are not great to work with, the gossip train will leave the station and it can really hurt your future prospects. So be very selective when selecting any sort of relationship or business partnership. But aside from making better decisions when it comes to your business relationships, media kits can also open up a lot of doors for you. So for example, my media kit has gotten me guest spots on really popular podcasts, news interviews and articles, guest blogging spots that have spiked our website traffic and sales because this is the Profitable Play podcast. We're talking about sales and profit here. Awards like the upcoming business person of the year in 2019, where I was given the award in front of thousands of business peers in my area. Discounts on services like party rentals, entertainment, and food, plus a lot more. I'll be go going over in more detail some of the specific scenarios that I mentioned, like how to get featured in your local paper or how to negotiate discounted rates on food and vendor supplies. But the big idea is that you have a lot of assets that can be valued been shared with others. Way too many business owners go into a pitch saying something like, I would love to help you get exposure by using your pizza for my parties. First of all, that will be a little insulting to the pizza shop owner, especially if they've been open a lot longer than you. So just don't do it. You want to make the deal as appealing as possible for them, but also be honest about what you expect to gain as well. A really specific better approach might be, I currently utilize several different pizza shops for our parties. I'm considering forming an exclusive relationship with one shop. Maybe it could be yours. On average, we host six parties a week, each needing two large pizzas at least. Since our parties are most commonly held before 5 p.m., they would likely take place during your slower hours. In exchange for this exclusive relationship, I would propose a $10 discount on each large pizza off of your list price, as well as free delivery. In exchange, I'll add your business name and logo to our party booking page, which gets on average 5,000 local visits per week. I'll also give you give each party family a coupon of your choosing to entice them to continue supporting you after the party. 
I'll also publish a blog announcing our partnership and share it on our social channels. I have 6,000 followers and my posts get on average 4,000 local impressions organically. My followers are 80% local to the area and consist of middle income families with at least one to two children. My blog posts get on average 1,000 visits when published and then 300 views per subsequent month. Now, this might seem like a bit of overkill, but let me tell you, it works. Businesses, especially ones like pizza places that are really high volume, get approached constantly with this type of thing. There's always a sports team that wants a sponsorship or a school that wants a free pizza party or another business wanting to partner. Adding this additional super specific information, which can be supported when you attach your media kit to your pitch, will help you stand out, but it will also show that you really put thought into making sure that the partnership would be mutually beneficial. And honestly, that goes a long way because these business owners usually have multiple locations and they're super busy. This is just one example of how you can use your media kit to save money and grow your business. So your play of the day is to use one of the media kit templates on canva.com. You can use the free version. And like I said, create yours today, even if it's just one page. I update my media kit all the time. So even if you're just starting out, I encourage you to do this and create a recurring task in Asana because if you listen to episode three, you now use the free version of Asana to make sure you remember to do all of these super important tasks whenever the frequency is that you need to do them. And I would set this task to make sure you update your media kit quarterly or even monthly if you are new or in a period of rapid growth or change. If you're in my Playmaker Society program, you already have my custom template that I created just for PlaySpace owners, and I'm going to share it in today's accountability thread inside of our members-only Facebook group. But if you aren't in Playmaker Society, just search Media Kit in Canva. I also linked to a copy of my personal media kit, not the editable template, but my actual media kit that I send to people in my Instagram bio. And my Instagram is linked in the show notes or episode description. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with a business friend if you really want to make my day. If you found this helpful, the best way you can show support for the show is to leave a rating and written review wherever you are listening. I appreciate it so much. And if you do so, we can more easily reach other play-based business owners and make sure they join this little podcast community with us. Because as I always say, I truly believe we are better together. So dream big, make your play of the day, and I will see you right back here on Monday. So you get the weekend off to really dig into implementing your plays of the day for this week. Enjoy your weekend. I hope that you, again, if you're in Playmaker Society, make sure you implement right alongside of us. But even if you're not, I want to encourage you to really take a step back and make sure you do all of the plays of the day for this week because it will make a huge difference. All right. See you Monday. 